Hello, all my lovelies, and welcome to another episode of The Mummy Vibes. I'm your host, Akira, because I'm a busy mom that's ready to share this busy time with you. So, to all you old moms, new moms, veteran moms, moms in the thick of it, moms soon to be, plus all the moms in between, grab your favorite comfort drink of choice, whether that's wine, tea, or something with caffeine, and let's have a little chat. So, it's the end of the year. It's the holiday season, or whatever holidays you do celebrate. It is a time that is both filled with love and cherished memories, as well as stress and so much hustle and bustle and figuring out things. And for me, especially, I have a whole bunch of stuff in like the end of November, starting of December, because I have a thing called the birthday blitz. You see, we have Thanksgiving, and then we have my son's birthday, and then we have my husband's birthday, and then we have my younger sister's birthday, and then we have my middle child's birthday, and then it's Christmas, and then it's New Year's. And so my end of the years are really crazy because I not only have to figure out what we're doing for Thanksgiving, which it's a little bit easier for me because we usually have like the same plans mostly every year, but I also have to plan out what we are doing for all the birthdays, all the presents, and all that craziness. And then I also have to plan all the Christmas shopping, and it is so draining. And this year, with my son turning six, I forgot to ask my in-laws to come over when we did a little family celebration for him. I didn't even think about it. It wasn't like I wanted to exclude them. It was just, you know, we had just seen them for Thanksgiving and all the family for Thanksgiving. His birthday is literally two days after Thanksgiving this year. And so we just wanted a quiet thing where we had cake. My mom came over because she asked. She called me and was like, hey, what time can I come over on your son's birthday to bring him a present and wish him happy birthday? And I was like, well, this is what we're doing. So you can come over there. And so my mom was there because she asked. And if my in-laws had asked, I would have told them the exact same thing. It was just a thought that didn't occur to me because he's turning six. And I guess to me, birthday parties never been a really big deal. And then this whole thing with my my middle child, my oldest daughter's birthday is coming up. And they made a point to be like, we want to be there. So I had to kind of change plans around because it was suggested that after we do this one thing that the rest of the day be calm and if you have a birthday that's not really calm but it's not like I can be calm with three kids but that's not the point here. The point is that my in-laws find it very important to show up for birthdays which is a great thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a little taxing on me because then I have to plan things around them. Super happy, super glad that they are wanting to be in my kid's life. I am so blessed that they want to be in my kid's life. It's just I'm not used to that kind of thing. It's really sad when you think about it, when you look back and you can't remember most of your birthdays and you can't remember what you did most years. I only had birthdays on like select years, like milestones kind of thing. I didn't have that many birthdays to think back on, but even still... Memories are dicey for me. So when it comes to birthdays, I guess I'm really weird about it because I don't know how to really plan a birthday party. And I don't know how to sit there and make a big deal about birthdays just because somewhere along the way, I realized I prefer to spend my birthday alone away from everybody. And so that has kind of just traveled into birthdays in general. 
So I actually had to have a discussion with my husband recently because I was like, I accidentally said something in a tone that made my in-laws or my mother-in-law upset. And I didn't mean it that way. Obviously, I was trying to be nonchalant saying, you know, if that's too much of a hassle, you don't have to come. But it came off apparently not in the way I intended it. And I still don't understand how, but it did. And so I didn't mean it. If you were listening, I really didn't mean it that way. I'm really sorry. I don't see a point of making big fusses over birthdays. But I had a discussion with my husband because of this, because it did kind of lead into a little bit of a heated argument between the two of us and whatnot. So we had to come back and discuss it later because he had to go to work. And I told him, I don't know how to do birthdays. I don't know the point of doing birthdays. I don't remember most of my birthdays. I don't know what to tell you. It's too stressful to plan around everybody else. I don't know how to do the inviting of other children. I don't know how to set up anything. I really don't. And my husband said, you know, that's okay. And I was like, yeah, I can do the presents. I can make sure the cake is good and and the cupcakes and whatever. I can do that stuff. I know how to do that stuff. I can get it done as long as I remember on time with my scattered brain, as scattered as it is, as long as I make it a point to take that time to do the birthday shopping and the cake shopping and whatnot, I'm good. I usually take care of all the Christmas shopping too, but I can't take care of the birthday party part. It's just too stressful for me. It's too overwhelming. The idea of having to figure that stuff out when I've never really done it, super overwhelming and mentally taxing. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So my husband came up with a few solutions of what we could do. First of all, he's like, you know, my mother loves planning parties. We could talk to her and see if she kind of would want to help you with that and kind of take over that or let me and her do that and you just worry about the presents. I'm like, that's great. Yes, if I don't have to worry about the party, then I can climb it board. But then we had to have a different discussion. When do we do birthday parties for the children? Because I am like my mother and I don't see the point of having big birthday parties for young children who won't remember it. I think having just close family members and family friends there to celebrate when they're young, that's all you really need. And as they get older, hit milestones, then they can start inviting their friends. And having a birthday party every single year when you have multiple kids can get really, really expensive, especially when you have so many birthdays so close together, like with my kids currently. Here's a question to you guys. When do you start celebrating birthdays with big birthday parties, inviting the friends? Me and my husband, we settled at kind of talking about starting at eight years old. That way they kind of understand the party. They remember the party. They can be active in what they want for their birthday and communicate it better and communicate who they want to invite to said birthday party, the theme of that birthday party. So me and my husband kind of settled at doing eight and maybe doing it every other year or on big milestones and kind of figuring it out from there. But I want to hear your opinion. What time do you think we should start having birthday parties for your kids? When do you start the big party planning with the clowns and then inviting their friends? I really would like to hear your opinion on this because I don't think there's any wrong answer. I think that different people have different viewpoints as someone as myself more antisocial, who gets more stressed out with parties and a lot of people, and who never really had big parties myself and didn't like going to big parties. I've 
not really big into having parties for younger kids. But maybe you love parties. Maybe you think that the memories and the pictures that you take in the scrapbooks, maybe you're a scrapbooker and you're putting all these pictures in scrapbooks and you think that it's valuable to have a party for your two and three and four-year-olds. Absolutely okay to do that. It seems like a lot of work and I applaud you for putting in that work, but I want to hear what your opinion is. Why are you throwing parties for your younger kids? What is it that you feel is appropriate for younger kids for birthday parties? When did you start throwing these parties? Why? I would love to know this because I could really use some feedback because this isn't something moms talk about. I don't ever think I've ever heard a conversation about when we start throwing actual birthday parties. Is that weird? Is that just like a topic that moms are apparently supposed to like just automatically know when you're supposed to start throwing birthday parties and I just missed that memo? Because honestly, I'm really clueless and I would really love feedback on that. Here's another thing. So when it comes to like throwing birthdays for your kids and for your family, like do you have different standards for like different ages? I remember that I couldn't have like a mixed gender party until I was like 14. Although there were some exceptions to that. I do have brothers and whatnot who were allowed to be at the parties. And I think I had a mixed party at six, weirdly enough, because my parents just invited a bunch of families that were from church and the neighborhood. My sixth birthday was a surprise party. I kind of figured like halfway through, I distinctly remember figuring out that they were throwing me a surprise party and not being surprised, but I acted surprised. And that is the only thing I remember about that birthday, that being yelled at. But we're not going to focus on that. It's a weird thing. I've never really thought about how, as a mom, you have to handle birthdays. And is it really the mom's job to, like, handle the birthdays? Shouldn't that be if you're married, if you have a partner or, you know, somebody, other people, your support system? Shouldn't they be helping you plan the parties so you don't have to do everything yourself? Because it seems just so taxing. What is the, even the point of birthday parties? I mean, I guess, yes, people celebrate that you were born. And that's a great thing, and especially if you have good friends and family that love you. Absolutely. But by the time you get older, I don't know if this is just a me thing, but I don't know. Birthdays just seem trivial. I guess it's good to like get gifts and presents and it shows that people care and think about you. But I guess I have one of those birthdays that a lot of people just forget. And so I kind of just don't expect to get things on my birthday very often because my birthday is like right dab smack in the middle of the year. And a lot of the birthdays in my family and in my husband's family are all kind of centered around the end of the year and the beginning of the year. And my birthday is just here, this random thing of June. My birthday is at the beginning of June, too. So it's not like, oh, fun in the summer. It's just like it's at the end of school time. And so it's just randomly the first week of June, usually the end of the first week of June, because my birthday is June 7th. So it's right there. Smack dev. End of school. End of spring. It's weird. And so a lot of people just don't remember my birthday. So I guess that's kind of trickled down to this laissez kind of feeling towards birthdays of just what's the point of throwing parties? I get it when you're a kid, you know, you want your friends and the cake and the ice cream and the day all about you. But like older parents, like especially mothers, mothers, do you do something for your birthday? Do you go out and have a party? I mean, one time my husband did throw me a surprise party for my 21st birthday and that was really cool. 
it was really draining and a bunch of my family didn't come because the reasons, I guess. <laughs> but for the people who did come, I do remember having a lot of fun, even though it was after work and I was like totally, totally drained. And I really didn't want to like keep partying, but everyone was having so much fun. I was having fun. But I think my 22nd birthday was a pretty tame one. And then my 23rd one, we had literally just moved out to Las Vegas when I turned 23. So me and my husband spent the day with our youngest one because people were willing to take the older two, but not like the really little baby. And she was still breastfeeding at that point. So what's the point of leaving her for hours on end with other people? So it was just me, my husband and the youngest one. And it was really enjoyable going to do some stuff, just the three of us. And then the next year, I went to a voice acting class and that was really fun and just kind of spent the day doing my own stuff. Last year for my birthday, I went and did a little spa day. I had a massage and a facial. Then I went around in the mall. I got my hair cut. Then I went to go see a movie by myself and I realized it was the most relaxing and nice birthday I have ever had and I loved it. I love just doing something by myself. And so now I've kind of made it this thing that on my birthday every year, I'm just going to go have a day to myself. And I don't know if that's a weird thing, if that's just a me thing. But as a mom who doesn't get many days to herself, it feels like a breath of fresh air. My husband, his birthday just passed. So he actually had to work on his birthday. We are going to go eat some dinner, just the two of us, and we're going to go and do something fun afterwards, probably an escape room, and that will be his nice celebration for his birthday. Mind you, usually I do a little bit more for his birthday, do cake or something, but this year we're doing something a little bit different because of his parents. His parents actually want to go with us, do a trip with me, uh, our three kids, husband, them two, to Disneyland. That's right. Beginning of the year, we're going to Disneyland. That's going to be fun. That's going to be crazy and hectic with three kids under 10. <laughs> that is going to be very, very fun. So that's one of their like really big birthday gifts this year because we're doing that. And so my in-laws are paying for like my husband and our two older kids because the youngest one is still young enough not to need a ticket, which is great. So the only one we have to pay for is me because my birthday's in June. So fun birthday trip for all of the birthday stuff. And so my husband didn't really want anything for his birthday because he's going to go to Disneyland for his birthday with the rest of us. And so he's kind of just been putting money into the car instead to make sure that it's drivable because where we are, we can drive to Disneyland. It's like four hour drive, I think. I can't quite remember, but, you know, we booked hotels and got tickets and it's great and we're all excited. We have this weird tradition with my middle child because her birthday is at the beginning of December. We started this, I think, last year. I think we did it for the first time and we decided to do it because she seemed to enjoy it so much. Was it two years ago? I can't even remember. But for her birthday, we went out and we did like a little light show. We drove to this thing that did lights. You know, when you're in your car and you can drive around a thing in a circle and it's all these pretty Christmas light decorations. Yeah, we do that for her birthday because she really enjoys it. She enjoys a nice little car drive at night, sitting in the car. Maybe we'll get some hot chocolate, some popcorn, something, you know, fun, and just drive this nice little light decoration show thing. And we're going to do that again this year, of course. And so that's really the extent of what we usually do for the middle child for her birthday when she gets a little bit older. 
will probably do actual parties and probably move the Christmas lights just to be a family tradition for Christmas. You know, that's another thing, traditions, family traditions, because the holidays are always filled with like family traditions. And when you get married, you kind of have to pick and choose what traditions that you do use. The only issue is that I don't have any real family traditions other than going to my grandmother's house for Christmas because it was her birthday. And I don't have pleasant memories of Christmas Eve very often. I wanted to spend Christmas Eve with family, but it's not necessarily this tradition. I mean, there's things that my family bakes or they used to always bake for the Christmas tradition, but I can't have those currently because they trigger memories in my brain. And I recently realized that I can't have similar tasting treats to the ones that used to make because they make me upset and cry. And so I've kind of had to restart new traditions, create new traditions, because I didn't really have any to share with my kids. And my husband, his family traditions have really just changed a lot with what they're kind of needed because the traditions he remembered growing up with, it's really hard to do with all of the kids now being adults with kids of their own. And they they try to have some form of it to try and have like a family Christmas party as the tradition, but it's a lot more flexible. So me and my husband have had to do a lot of figuring out what we want to do for Christmas traditions. One thing that I decided on is that for Christmas Eve, we will bake cookies and we will decorate the cookie and we will hand a plate of cookies to each one of our neighbors. I decided that that is a really good tradition that teaches our children service that I want to do every year. And maybe when the kids get older, we can actually do something really fun, active service and add that to the tradition every year of doing a real active service to go out and do something, to volunteer somewhere for Christmas, something fun that we could do as a family. But right now the kids are really little, so that's not quite on the table. But I'd like to know what some of your traditions are, some of the traditions you carried over. And when you get married and start a new family, how did you choose what traditions to do? Or why did you start your own traditions? These are lovely things that we could talk about for sure. And I would love to hear back from you about these things. Because we live in a time that is so filled with so much stuff. And it's hard to figure out where we're going and what we're doing. Especially during this busy time of the year. And I, I had a conversation with my mom and I asked her, were the holidays ever fun for you? They weren't. They were stressful and just a lot of hustle and bustle. And it shouldn't be that way. I don't think it should. I think that mom should be able to enjoy the holidays with the rest of the family. And whatever those holidays traditions look like, I know we have Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. I know there's probably a whole lot of holidays that I have no idea about that if you do have a different holiday, I would love to hear about it. I'd love to hear how your family celebrates it because this is a time to really share, share stories, share experiences. The end of the year is the end of the year because it's this time of reflection. And as moms, we reflect on how good we've done through how good our kids are behaving, how much we were able to get everything done. And sometimes that's how far we've gotten on our goals, how far our kids are doing on their goals. We measure things really weirdly, but I know that me as a mom, I take this time to kind of reflect on what I've done and what I need to do. 
What do you use the end of the year for? What do you use this time that's filled with this idea of love and peace and renewal and just overall sense of togetherness that's supposedly supposed to be in the air, this good vibes that are supposed to spread around the world around this time? What do you do with it? That's a really interesting question, and I think different people will have a lot of different answers. And then, of course, at the top of the year, we start our goal making. And I don't make resolutions. I try to make kind of goals that I want to do, such as reading scriptures more often, like once a day, and something that I can kind of measure of how well I'm doing at this goal of reading at least one chapter a day, reading one book a month, maybe, doing this many auditions for voice acting in a month. Simple things like that is what I like to do for the beginning of the year. Speaking of the beginning and the end of the year, this will be my last podcast for the rest of the year until 2024 because, again, this time gets super busy and I won't always have time to like sit down and record a nice little podcast. But I will tell you in 2024, I will have a special announcement to share with you guys in the next podcast. And I'm excited to tell you about it. And I think that I will start off the year with a really fun and exciting podcast to share with you guys. So please stay tuned if you want to hear this exciting news that I have. That I don't know if you'll get excited about it. I don't know if you'll get excited about the video. But it's exciting to me. So that's the main point. As always, if you want to find me on any socials, my Twitter and my TikToks are Kira E. Voice. And you can always find me at my website, which is kiraevoice.com. And of course, I always want to hear from you. So again, you can contact me on Twitter. You can contact me right here on YouTube or any podcast sites that you're listening to that I know you could leave comments on, I guess. You also have Discord or Reddit that I would love to hear from you. So ladies, don't forget to embrace the chaos. Cherish all the moments and memories and stay perfectly imperfect. This is Kira signing off, and I will see you next chat next year. Tuning into this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comment section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. 
For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Algebra Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.